Welcome to the new episode of Saucy. The secret ingredient is you. I'm Christy Taylor and I am so excited that I am starting this new commitment to myself to share every single day in the month of May a part of myself that I normally don't share. So here it is. Okay. Today, I think it would be appropriate to do an origin story. I love stories, uh, whether it's in a song or a play, uh, whether it's in a poem, a novella, a book, a TV show, a film, even if it's an engaging conversation with a stranger, I'm all in and all ears. So for the next couple of minutes, I'm going to give you my beginning. Let's start in January, 1965. My mom is working in the federal government in Washington, D.C. She has relocated from her military stint after having my sister. And she's moved to D.C. because her younger sister had gone to Howard. So this was a great place coming from the military, also being able to have a job in the government. So, But she is moonlighting at night as a diner in D.C. And that's where she meets my future father. He actually became a hero of sorts because there was another gentleman who was a regular who apparently was crushing on my mama, but he was doing it in a very disrespectful way. And my dad, future dad, would step in and, you know, handle it. Um, And as a result, they had a friendship that developed. And by, let's say, you know, back in the day, it wasn't long when folks liked it. They liked you. He was all in. They met in January, married by April. And uh, yeah, was it? No, they were married by March. Yeah, like 90 days. <laughs> and by April, I was conceived and I was born December 30th, 1965. Yeah, their one calendar year, a romance was a whirlwind. Now, while it wasn't a perfect union that lasted forever, I will say I'm grateful that they did find each other and create me. So uh, that's my origin story as the very beginning. Yeah, DC truly was the place that also introduced me to some fundamental things that still shape my life, including my love of God and church. And my mom had been raised deep in the South, Mississippi, Tennessee, in the Baptist church, but it was out um, in other cities that she became very affiliated with the Pentecostal movement and Pentecostal churches. So between, you know, Pentecostalism, And also she would frequent churches that were ran by foreign missionaries. I was very, very well groomed in all things that had to do with church, but not just any kind of church, but church that really talked about, like, for example, we would do, (laughs) just think about how young we were doing this, um, street witnessing. And my mom had those pamphlets, those tracks, those those biblical tracks, and we would take weekends, and uh, she would be out and about, you know, ministering to people right there on the streets, and she had her little children. I had an older sister, I'm the middle, and then eventually, uh, right before we leave D.C., I had a younger brother, but definitely me and my sister. We had to be out there with my mom passing out tracks. Also in the summertime, um, which also shaped my life a lot, is because my mom was so committed to missions, particularly children's missions. Uh, we would have in our own home what would be equivalent to like vacation Bible school. She literally would have kids just packed in our apartment or wherever we were living and would literally conduct Bible classes. And I was so honored as a little child if she allowed me to participate holding the books and, you know, turning the page while she shared it. And we even had to learn how to sing the song. So a lot of my, I guess, introduction 
to um, all things spiritual, religious, you know, being in front of people and talking and sharing my love and my faith really began as a little girl, I mean, a little bitty girl in Washington, D.C. through my mom's love for missions and children and, you know, sharing the good news. Another thing that shaped my life in D.C., was my mom's vinyl collection. She had a collection of albums, everything from Andy Griffin, his comedy shows, to like The Caravans, to Alex Bradford, which was an old school, um, actually one of the very first gospel artists to ever use choir robes, which was like over the top back in the day, like a Kirk Franklin situation. But one album that really shaped my life was her Jesus Christ Superstar Broadway musical LP. And I would listen to it over and over and over again. And it just, I know, it moved me in such a deep way. And, you know, I just loved the orchestration, the music and everything that why I had never gone to a Broadway musical. It was just the... Uh, the, the interwoven spoken words and the performances, it just seemed like it was bigger than life. And of course, it was an amazing Broadway musical that I would learn about later. But um, yeah, those two things definitely shaped my life in Washington, D.C. as a little girl. But it was in 1972 that my mom decided after she had had us to eventually move back south. And it was at the age of seven that we left Washington, D.C., and moved to West Tennessee to Jamestown in Tipton County, uh, which is like uh, about an hour north of Memphis, Tennessee. And so literally going from Washington, D.C. to the deep rural where her father, her grand- my grandfather, uh, literally still had a one-bedroom shack on, a, on a, like five and a half acres. He had a well, a garden, and an outhouse. <laughs> and my uncle had chickens. A lot of people had livestock and they were still farming. It was very much an Algerian, small black enclave community. So that shaped my life as well. So I'm a city girl with deep country roots and a love for all things God and music and art. So that's my origin story. We'll get back to more. That's me just getting up close and personal here in my new podcast. I like this. This feels good. Hopefully y'all learn something about me and we'll see how truly when it comes to living a successful life or a life full of adventure, a delicious life, the secret sauce really is you. Let's stay saucy. Until next time.